When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about our favorite show, New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with my sister, Heather. Hello. And Joe. Hello. And we're here to discuss season two, episode number 14, Pepperwood. Mm, What I love about this episode is you don't know now, but you find out later that Julius Pepperwood is with us to stay. Yep. Before we begin, we'll start with a feeling stick. I don't have anything. Joe, do you? No, um, not this week. I haven't seen anything related to New Girl. Okay, Heather? I do not have a feeling stick. I take it back. I actually do have a feeling stick. When Joe said that, it reminded me that on our Instagram, we've had a couple people like tag us or DM us like New Girl merch, like stickers and shirts and stuff. And I wanted to say, if you're listening to this and you have a business like that, you should definitely... Uh, tag us in a story and we'll reshare that story because yeah. we're happy to share any cool new girl stuff. Oh, so if they make new girl merchandise, we want to know. Yeah. Okay. Especially on Instagram. So they'll tag us in the story and then I always try to reshare it. I mean, I don't stay on top of our Instagram 24 hours a day, but a story lasts for 24 hours. So I usually almost see it and reshare it. Um, we're not asking for money or anything. Just no. we want to share your cool new girl merch. Well, you support us, so we want to support you. Exactly. So that will get into the Netflix description, which is Nick suspects that one of Jess's night school students is hiding something. Meanwhile, Winston and Cece have an embarrassing encounter. I don't think this is a good description because I think, meanwhile, the roommates you know, end up divulging the things that bother them about each other or something would have been better. But it mentions Winston by name. So, yeah. Uh, that alone makes it good. Guest stars from this episode. I only chose the main one, which is Nate Cordry, who plays uh, Edgar. And Heather, I think you know one of the shows he's in. I knew immediately. Mm-hmm. He played Christie's boss for a couple of seasons on Mom. Nice. But, I mean, he wasn't in every episode. It was arcs. This mm-hmm. is the serial killer? Yeah, the Edgar. serial killer. Edgar. Okay. Yeah. He was also in The Marvis, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is oh. created by the same creator of Gilmore Girls, so it's an important show to me. Is that on HBO? Uh, no, it's on, like, uh, Amazon Prime, oh, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and a couple other things. He had a really, a really good list of shows and movies that he's been part of. So to start the episode, we're in the loft, and we find out that Cece's staying with the gang because the plumbing's out at her place. Mm-hmm. And Jess breaks into the kitchen, announcing that she has a breakthrough with one of her students, and she's really excited, and she's doing a dance. And that's when they tell her to put a dollar in. Joe, you want to take it? The annoyance bowl. The right. annoyance bowl. Which is right next to... The douchebag jar. jar. Now, I have a question, because I've only seen the season once. Does the annoyance bowl stay? It's the only time we ever see it. Oh, it's the only time we ever see it. I'm 99.9% sure. Oh, okay. Um, Then we have a flashback of Jess being in her class, teaching them about imagery, and basically everyone in her class kind of being a disaster. Um, Nick says, I'm a writer, and you can't teach someone to write. (laughs) And in trying to describe what a writer does, can't find enough words to finish a sentence. Um, I have a question. What does Jess's mug say? I couldn't, I even put my glasses on. I couldn't read it. Oh, I don't know. Did you catch that, Joe? I did not. 
Okay, if anybody knows, send me a gram. My sister will read it. I'll send you a gram. <laughs> I know, I'm not on Instagram, I don't Well, like. the funniest line that Nick had when they were talking about writers, he's like, writers don't read, we write. Oh, <laughs> I was dying That's when he said that. Yeah. So he just describes, oh. describes the story and gives it to Nick and says, you should read this. Yeah. And that's when he says that, which is amazing. Like, <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Winston comes into the room and bumps into Cece. And I will just describe right. what happens as being a pogo. So I don't have to describe it anymore. I, I'm uncomfortable with it. Oh, that's probably why I don't have notes. Maybe. I was uncomfortable. And then everyone dramatically jumps out of his way so that they do not get pogo. Mm-hmm. But that, but we learned through the story, pogo is not what we originally thought it was. No. no I was no. thinking something else, like a pogo stick, if you Me know what too. I mean. That's what I thought. But it wasn't. Pogo was, I don't know what the acronym is, but it was some kind of symbolism for a trait that person has right. or a deficiency that or a flaw makes well, that's, makes that's what it turned into because Winston turned it into that and Schmidt very clearly said to him you're using it in the wrong context that's not what Pogo oh. was just meant to be what happened in the kitchen that was Pogo is their shorthand for what he did in the oh. kitchen with yeah. his body then I separate thought. from that, they talk about Jess, for example, being a know-it-all. But they weren't referring to it until a pogo until Winston so it coined the phrase. Oh, so yeah, so pogo more. They didn't have a pogo for CC. Well, she doesn't live with them, so I think that's why they don't have a pogo for CC. But she was heard about it. She kept going. Yeah, well, look, the way I say pan. We're jumping ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're back in the loft, and Nick comes out and starts reading part of Edgar's story to everybody. He loves to stab and stab and stab. He's stabbing. And he says, this man's psychotic. You're not safe, and I'm going to investigate. And this is, I think, another clear indication of his feelings for Jess. I think it's foreshadowing. Yeah, but Jess is also going, oh, he talked in the third person. The first She's person so happy. Yeah. the third person. And then, well, that's kind of run-on sentence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, stabbing, stabbing, stabbing. That's repetitive. Totally missing the disturbance. Yeah, she was yeah, doing the critique of the paper. The teacher mode. Right? Yeah. And he's trying to say, oh my gosh, this guy is, this is a symbolism of what this guy wants to do Sick to you. individual. Yeah. <laughs> so Schmidt's in his room and Winston comes in and he's like, with what happened this morning, do you think I need to apologize to her? Like, what's going on? And Schmidt accidentally goes, it's no big deal, you pogoed her. And he's like, pogoed? Pogo, what's, what's that? And he explains to him it's a shorthand for what happened that morning. And that's when Winston starts using it as if pogo means talking about your roommates behind your back about something they do that's annoying. And he says, you're the pogo king and walks out and you can see Schmidt's like, wait, what? I have a pogo? (laughs) Poor Schmidt. And as we find out, goes to great lengths to find out what it is in a few scenes. Before that, poor Jess is in her class when Nick comes in in a blue baseball cap and sunglasses and I don't, was he wearing a coat? Was he wearing his oh, like a jacket? Jacket I think. thing, yeah. yeah. And yeah. announces that he's Julius Pepper. Like you never walk into a room like I'm Jill Henderson. Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. But he wants to be in the class because Jess is the best teacher of adults. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he goes, I'm an ex-comp and ex-marine here yeah. to write fiction. Yeah. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> they press pizza? No, thank you. I'm from Chicago. And then why does he have an accent? Like, he is from Chicago. So, so he's, he's, he's like elaborating. He's, he's mimicking, actually, an old SNL skit about oh, the bears. Is? Yeah. So it was uh, Norm from Cheers used to do this mm. skit, I think, with Dan Aykroyd oh. on Saturday Night Live. 
And uh, that's whose voice he was imitating. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because that's kind of how Chicago people talk. They kind of yeah. have that oh, accent, yeah, that Midwest accent. Yeah, he does it well. Yeah, it was yeah. funny. So Edgar comes into the class and Jess says, it's okay, Edgar, when he says he was late. And I'll call him Julius for now. Julius Pepperwood jumps up to get next to him and sees he has a drawing of a stabbed deer with like blood gushing in his notebook. <laughs> After the class ends, Jess is inviting and encouraging everyone to come to office hours, mentions that no one does. And Julius Pepperwood slash Nick tries to steal a piece of paper out of the back pocket of Edgar's pants and his notebook. Jess tries to stop him from stealing it. They're like wrestling over it in front of Edgar. And eventually Nick does get the notebook and it's just a really weird, uncomfortable scene. Like, yeah. Um, so now we're back at the loft and Schmidt wants to know his pogo and ask us if he does it. Is it that he dances like a sea snake? <laughs> and what he reminded me of is actually like those, um, when they have a car sale or someone's having a sale and they get those blow up dolls. Oh, not dolls, are blow up inflatables. Yeah. That's what yes. that reminded me of. Oh, I didn't get, now I see it. Yeah. yeah. And he says in like, it's like a series of quick scenes. Is it um, his eyebrows? And he yeah. shames his eyebrows off. Yeah. Thank God they're back in the next episode. Yeah, they grew back fast and evenly. So gross. Yeah, that was disturbing. Joe, you shave your eyebrows sometimes. Yeah, but not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Thank you. That was for, on their, on their... Uh, makeup people that that was a good job they oh, did. Yeah, they oh yeah it looked like he really job. shaved it yeah. yeah and they were so even too yeah. yeah so um nick's in his room and jess comes in and he's made a sort of diagram for investigating using her yarn and she says what's my one rule oh. <laughs> all that's going on yeah she's upset about yarn she's not mad he tore up the guy's notebook that he somehow has pictures of edgar yeah <laughs> that he's had time to print and put on the board those are probably on social um perhaps and he says he's going to edgar's house and they get in an argument and then she says fine i'm gonna come too so i can bail you out of jail and he's like well i'll get there faster and she says, maybe we should ride together like for the environment <laughs> for the envi i wrote that down too. so she could have easily made sure he never went there right they're in a fight and then it's like oh well if we're going to the same place <laughs> and then even more disturbing than the eyebrows is when Schmidt comes in the bathroom with a knife and says he's going to cut his mole off his face. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that. See, there's a lot I didn't like in this episode. And Winston tries to tell him, the worst isn't not knowing. The worst is knowing what the, your roommates are saying <laughs> about you behind your back. In Winston's case, yeah. And Cece walks in with no reaction to the eyebrows, asks what's going on, hears what a pogo is, and says, oh, like your barnacle toenails? <laughs> and now Schmidt knows his pogo and I'm just going to oh. say that that makes no sense to me because he seems like the type of guy who would get pedicures. Perfect grooming. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, they should have like done something else. I'm sure it's hard because what are you going to pick about him? The guy's a, perfect. Well actually I mean he has a douchebag jar so his pogo would be his personality. But... Oh yeah. Or his eccentricities like the suits. Exactly. Like, we drink every time you say the word suit. So Cece wants to know her pogo and she thinks it's the way that she says the word. Heather pan exactly <laughs> but they say it's just a loft thing and that seems to bother her and schmidt clicks away because now suddenly we can hear his feet i know Even though we've never been able to before oh that was so stupid so nick and jess establish in the car a safe word which is going to be either apricot or dragon slippers it's never really <laughs> decided for sure like dragon slippers come at least apricot could come up i like yeah. apricots 
Yeah, I'm feel hungry for an apricot. I guess you could say I own dragon slippers. Sure. Yeah. Um, then he tells uh, Jess when they're walking up to the house not to call him Nick, to call him Julius, Julius Pepperwood. Pepper He's using like army signals. There was he in the army? No, no he was just like or police officer signals. Okay. Um, and then we find out that Edgar lives with his mother because we see an older woman mm-hmm. come out to throw the trash out. Does he? They start to yell apricots and they see that Edgar comes home. And he's dragging a very heavy, large bag into a shed that looks like it could potentially be a body. Disturbing. And Jess is like, oh my God, you were right. And even in the middle of it, instead of like moving on for like, felt like forever, Nick just kept asking her to say, say that again. Say I was right. Say I was right over and over again. And that's when her phone rings with a ringtone to the song. I'm so excited. Yeah, that was darling. It's Edgar who's calling her from the shed. And they run away, except for she rolls under the van to run away. Such a silly scene, but wasn't it fun? Yeah, it kind of reminded me of, like, an I Love Lucy episode. Mm -hmm. Old school. Old school, uh, what do you call it? Like, body humor, but not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Slapstick. Slapstick. Mm, Okay, yeah. Well, I like when they were trying to... Jess is trying to decode his hand signals. And yeah. She's yes. like, we you left hand turn, swat right sign hand turn. Yeah. To me, that's bicycle left turn. Yeah. Like, not swat not a swat language. sign. And even he goes, I think this means stop. Like, <laughs> As he's trying to do it. And I like how he puts his hat on backwards when he's ready to get like really serious. Yes. So we're back at the loft. And uh, Jess comes in and she's about to tell them that Nick was right. But before she does, she says to Schmidt, what happened to your eyebrows? You look like Audrey Hepburn. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even catch it. Winston is cutting his nails. Oh, that's. Oh, I thought Winston was giving him a petty. Oh, same no, thing. No, he's got okay. his nails, not with toenail clippers, but with, like, industrial. Yeah. And he, Winston's, like, concentrating. So gross. Um, and that's when the idea of pogos comes up, and Cece and Jess want to know their pogos, but Jess tells Cece it's a loft thing, which makes her disappointed again. Sweet. And finally it comes out that Jess's pogo is that she's a know-it-all, which she immediately responds to, oh, I know it all. I know more than, oh, I'm being a know-it-all. <laughs> Cece tries to act like she's being a smartass and asks if that's her pogo, and they ignore her. And we find out that Nick's pogo is very serious. They're all very worried about him because he doesn't take care of himself. Well, that's legit. Yes. I like how they crush vitamins into his food. That was so funny. And stick money in his pants before they go in the dryer. (laughs) I wish somebody would do that I was was about to say, (laughs) I love when I find money in the dryer. It doesn't happen often. So Nick says, Pogo's out. Loft dynamic ruined. <laughs> and that's when Cece does. This is like my least favorite Cece moment ever. Her baby voice. Oh, that was awful. And, and asks if that's her Pogo, which she's never done before. So I don't know Please why that would be her me Pogo. It does not come back. Um, I don't think so. I don't know. Good. So now Nick goes to Edgar's on, on his own. Um, and he sees that inside his shed, he has drawings of a girl and a deer with giant eyes. eyes. That reminds him of Jess. So he calls Jess and says, Edgar wants to kill you. But she's sitting in office hours. And With be- Edgar. Before she could leave, yeah. Edgar comes in. So she starts screaming, apricots, apricots. Oh, I have a deaf grocer. Apricots <laughs> and butter. <laughs> Nick falls off the ladder and through the window. Jess is acting super weird with Edgar. Edgar said he's found his ending and that he based a character off of her and the character needs to die because it needs to be a shocking ending. And while this is happening, Nick calls, is trying to call her 
The ringtone goes off and Edgar recognizes that Jess was at his house and thinks she's crazy. And Nick gets hit over the head with a frying pan by who we think at the time is Edgar's mom. Right. So it's Absol- tough scene to describe. Absolutely thought that. Oh, for sure. No, I did not see that coming at all. Mm-hmm. What comes later that we don't know about yet. <laughs> okay. So in the next scene, we have um, Nick trying to wake up. And Edgar say to his mom, this isn't a burglar. It's Julius Pepperwood from Chicago. <laughs> and Wait, Jess. You, you wouldn't be like, you'd just be like, it's my friend Julius. Exactly. Yeah. Jess comes in trying to save Nick and says, if you kill him, you kill me. <laughs> and ends up getting pepper sprayed. Oh, that was funny. So when we're all outside the shed, we find out it's a big misunderstanding. He, Edgar's just not good at drawing eyes. So he draws giant circles. Um, they ask what was in the duffel bag, and the mom says, "Don't ask about the duffel bag, bitch." Ooh, yeah, <laughs> don't ask about it. Edgar says, "I just did such a good job because you're such a good teacher," and she says, "We well, are a great student. Your son, you should be so proud of him." And they both get Ooh. very offended, and we find out they're a couple who grows. Don't assume. It, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Still, guess not. Don't assume. And uh, we're back at the loft. Nick's making himself breakfast he's up early the breakfast he's chosen is bacon and he's adding half the container of butter to it yeah (laughs) oh my god it was so funny because they were just before that they were just talking about his health unhealthy yeah and all that then she walks out to see him cooking bacon already and then he's adding the butter and she's like is that butter you're adding the bacon he goes yeah i don't want it to stick to the pan (laughs) that's just what bacon needs more fat yeah maybe it was turkey bacon we don't know i doubt it and then he adds salt and she's like oh more salt it's like the saltiest food in the world yeah so jess doesn't correct him because she doesn't want to be a know-it-all and that's when she sees he started his new book Julius Pepperwood, zombie detective. He loves zombies. And we find out there's a character in there, his girl Friday, named Jessica, Jessica Knight. Knight. So cute. So cute. That's when a fire starts from all the butter in the pan, and they spray it with water, which just doesn't stop them, even though you can't put out a grease fire with water. She did have to yell that fine. Eventually, yeah. but she's trying to avoid all the Because he's like, why didn't you tell me that before? She goes, I right. didn't want to be a know-it-all. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather see the loft burn down. Exactly. And let them, like, reinforce their pogo. Yeah. yeah. And that concludes the recap. Let's get into our Jess favorite look. If you don't mind, I'll go first. Go for it. Because it's my favorite dress that Jess wears. I don't want to say the whole show, but I feel like it's definitely in my top three. I don't know what it is about the blue dress, like the little like people on it. It's cute. It's just so cute. I don't like that she wore tights with it. That didn't make sense to me. Black tights. Summer dress. Yeah. But yeah. she has to fly underneath the van and crawl. Oh. And so I think they must have thought, okay, this isn't working. We have right. to put tights on her. But I thought that was just, it's just such a cute dress. And there's this, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but there's an account on Instagram where she literally finds and then buys all the pieces that Jess wore, all the dresses that weren't custom made, obviously. And she has that dress and I'm so jealous of her because I love that dress. Oh, so it's not in her contract to own the dresses. No. Okay. Well, because, no. well, no, she, she's not buying the dresses that were specifically on Jess. I'm saying she's like, okay, episode, uh, you know, a season two, episode five, she wore this dress. She figures out what brand it is, oh. orders oh. one for herself, whether it be from a new place or a thrift shop or, oh, okay. or finds it secondhand. And like then, you see like, on the internet all the time when they go, oh, the vice president's wife wore a $7,000 yeah. dress. You can get it and then for they'll time. show, yeah, they'll yeah. show it on Amazon. <laughs> like she could have paid 30. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? 
But then, uh, who's bored that much that they go online, right? Right. right. Search all There's four But subsequently, there. you can buy clothes that the actors actually wore on the show. Oh. There's not a lot of dresses. I would just imagine because they're gone by now. But there's like a lot of Nick hoodies. Like you can either buy one. This was in an episode, and will come with a certificate that shows you like what episode and maybe oh, like a picture. And then there's other ones like you know Nick's shoes that were just in his room or Jess's Bobby pinholder. His lightning bolt suit must be out. Well, there. I would imagine oh, Max sure. Greenfield took that home because yeah. I mean <laughs> well, the uses for that are endless. And the reason. Excuse me, the reason why I asked that question is sometimes actresses such as Rue McClanahan in Golden Girls have it written into their contract mm-hmm. that they can keep the clothes. Because mm-hmm. a lot of those clothes are custom for them. Reese Witherspoon did that with shoes for the Legally Blonde movies. Oh, good thinking, I know. Reese. You could have probably just made salary in that. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what was your favorite dress look? The blue dress. I mean, that's all she was in this episode. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. She was in pajamas, but they were just regular She wore a blue, blue sweater. Yeah. And Heather, what about you? Um, yeah, I, I thought the blue sundress was adorable. Um, but my favorite part, and I don't know if other people notice this, is that she's carrying her purse is the kind of purse you wear to a wedding. Or like... Like a clutch? A prom. Yeah, it's a clutch with a string on it, which is, it's my exact purse that I wear to weddings. They're very tiny. They only hold, like, your lipstick and your driver's license. Did you notice that? I didn't, no. And it is, for whatever reason, on her, that purse with that dress is absolutely adorable. It's very cute, yeah. And also, I thought that the the dress that Jess chose to wear was foreshadowing that she actually wants to be an elementary school teacher because mm. that's a dress. And el- you wouldn't wear that to adult school. Yeah. You really would. It's cute, but you wouldn't wear it. <laughs> sure. I don't yeah. know where you'd wear it. If I owned it, I don't know where I'd wear it. I just want to have in it. In the summer. It's yes, a summer no. dress. Oh, yeah. It's a good. <laughs> but she was wearing it in winter, but it's L.A. Yeah. Like yeah. right now you're wearing shorts. So it's kind of like the summer. Yeah. Right. And then also I wrote this down. Um, so in the last scene, she's wearing like a green dress with oh, a lavender sweater. Do they show the bottom of that? They just show from here up. It had like yeah. a brown belt on it. I, I know want, I wanted to see more. I want more. to see it. Yeah. And it was similar to the cut mm-hmm. of her blue dress. It was very cute. Yeah. So that may have been my favorite and I don't know it. Okay. <laughs> so best dress for this episode. I'm of course giving to Jess in the blue dress. But I'm going to give a nod to Julius Pepperwood for his look. Joe, who was your best dress character for this week? Uh, yeah, Julius Pepperwood. Okay. Nice. Okay, yeah. I... I went in a totally different direction, you guys. Um, I gave it to Jess's purse, which I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, everybody, I don't even need to say this. Everybody's going to know what I'm about to say. Cece's robe, because that's her Blanche Devereaux from Mm -hmm. Golden Girls robe. And then finally, something we didn't see. What? Um... Jess says, no one has a gimp costume. And mm-hmm. Schmidt goes, I do. You've seen yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember the gimp costume. Well, I don't think we've no, seen because it. We don't see everything that happens. But the way oh. he says it, too, it's just yeah. awesome. Um, Joe, your best dress character was Julia. Sorry. So that brings us to a favorite Schmidt moment. I didn't actually write one down. It wasn't a really mm, big Schmidt episode agreed. for me. Heather? Um, I, yeah, I have. These are my notes. Not my favorite episode underlined and then i put 
it's Schmidt's face when he has the eyebrows and Winston wakes up. Yeah, because I thought that actually is good. It was the first time I laughed aloud in the episode, mm-hmm. and also I thought, imagine, just imagine Ew, waking up to that. No. Yeah, and I thought Lamorne stayed pretty calm. Never go to sleep again. I yeah. think he's used to them. Joe, favorite Schmidt moment? Well, I don't know what he was talking about, but he said they shed like a four dollar Christmas sweater. Oh, oh the models. models. Oh, the models. That's yeah, because her, her thing was backed up. Yeah, her yeah. Uh, shower drain was backed up. That's why she had to go over to that the house. The plumbing was out. Why yeah. did they shed? Well, he was saying because... <laughs> they have long hair. Models have all oh. long hair. I think he was saying because like they're like super unhealthy because they try and That's be skinny what I, is what he was saying. I was like, are they implying an eating disorder? But I didn't know if I read into that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's a zero on the jar count, but a $1 count on the annoyance bowl. One mm-hmm. and last dollar on that. That will bring us to our favorite or funniest moment. Mine is 100% Pepperwood. Every part oh, of Pepperwood. Okay. okay. Joe, favorite or funniest moment overall? Yeah, I'd say the, the introduction. I like that. And then oh, I like yeah. at the end when Nick said, okay. you don't know anything about, I don't tell you everything like I haven't done laundry in six months. Oh, that was fun. I don't have any underwear on. Yeah. I just have a sock. sock. Oh, like yeah, a big so sock. She's like, yeah, I know what you mean, Nick. Yeah, that was a great scene from last week's episode. It was? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was the end of this episode. I didn't no. catch it. That was I, when they were yeah. had that heartwarming moment, the two of them talking about Nick's dad and how he's a little broken. And that's well, what I, said, I, it was so good. Yeah. I remembered it last week. It's yeah. been a week. It it's been a whole week and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Heather, what was your favorite or funniest moment? Okay. Once again, <laughs> I didn't even realize I did this, but I wrote, not my favorite episode. But when I go to my favorite or funniest moment, I usually choose it based on what made me react out loud. Mm. So my reaction out loud was finding out that the serial killer wasn't the mom, was with the mom. She wasn't his mom. She was his girl. So gross. So gross. But I went, oh. (laughs) So now it's time to pass out our Honey Roast Award. Joe, who are you giving a Honey Roast Award to this week? Oh, it has, what? Excuse it, me. Yeah, it ha- has to be Nick. From all everything from writers don't read, we write. Yeah, <laughs> a strong episode for Jake. To yeah. you know, I'm an ex cop, ex marine. Right. Deep dish pizza or nothing. <laughs> that was funny. You know, so uh, yeah, I, I think the the whole thing, and I like. The one part where Jess slides under the van. Yeah. And yeah. comes up on the other side. And he's like, what, what are you doing? You have all kinds of room over <laughs> yeah. here. Why'd you go under and the van? her face is so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. And her hair's a little bit messy, too. Heather, yeah. who are you going to give the Honey Roast Award to? Interestingly, Joe and I made the same choice. You guys are such Jake Johnson fans now. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, I mean, because I'm obsessed with Schmidt. Uh-huh. <laughs> So who is your Uh, Honey Roast Award? Well, uh, Jake was my Honey Roast Award because of stunt work. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, Julius Pepperwood came to life before my eyes. He did. Yeah. So I gave the Honey Roast Award to Julius Pepperwood. Oh! Because he's an ex-cop, ex-marine who came to a writing class. Yeah. (laughs) I was just thought that makes him interesting. Uh, Did either of you catch the bear in this episode? I I did. did. Joe, did you you catch the bear? The bear? (laughs) 
No, I saw a deer, but no oh, okay. bear. Okay. Heather, did you you think you caught the bear? Yeah, I know I did because Schmidt said watching yes. bears game. Yes. The bears game. And yeah. during the pogo conversation, he says that Winston's penis changed the channel during a bears game. Oh, that's what he was saying. Yeah. I didn't write that part down. Okay, that brings us to discussion questions. Heather, would you like to go first? Um, yes. I just have two questions today. Um have you and your friends ever, like, had a pogo on your other friend? Like, your friend. So, have we ever done had pogos with our friends? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> everyone talks about their friends when they're not around, even though you're not supposed to. I'm Can not going to share examples. You're not going to give an my example. My friends listen. So. Now, Joe, you're so nice. My Well, my friends mostly have them on me, and... <laughs> They tease I think they me, tell you that. Yeah. But they're true, you know, like <laughs> like I used to work at a baseball stadium and there'd be a busy, busy time when everyone's coming through the gates and that's when they all eat. So the lines are like 30 long yeah. and I'd always go by and say, Code Red, Code Red, oh, meaning God. all the lines, <laughs> Every everybody's got to get like, in there. Like, you know it's Code Red. Yeah. And, and I... I I just, they, every time they go by me, code red, Joe, code red, Joe. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually you know? pogoed Joe because of, but I've told Joe this before, um, his hair. So you could tell how many people were at a game based on Joe's hair. <laughs> so if you looked at Joe's hair and it looks like it does right now, I'd be like, oh, it's a slow night. It must be a Monday, like uh-huh. a crowd of a thousand. But if Joe's hair was like all scrunched <laughs> up like this and all over the place and messy, because he goes like this. Oh, he goes like So I'm then, like- then you knew it was a bad night because he's obviously touched his hair a thousand times and he had like a fro. Do you have a headache, Joe? Yeah. When that... No, it's like a nervous. Like oh, you do a... it too. Okay. Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah you Plus, you're, your you're just running around. You're on the fryers. You're on the grill. Oh, what? Just, when were you on the fryers? Just every, every, every just, you, you just had to do what you had to do. You know. Well, you're you're a good person, Joe, because you're a hilarious person, which is awesome. And then you you don't get mad if people laugh. Yeah, you're just when he tells a joke. The stereotypes (laughs) to me are funny stuff. Yeah, the stereotypes for me are are true, and yeah, and that's what you got to recognize. That's that's when you got to say, no, that that is funny because you got to keep it lighthearted. You can't you can't take it to to heart, you know. And my hair looks good today because I use Brazilian blowout shampoo. So I've had a Brazilian Why blowout. Why don't you explain yeah. that a little deeper? Because you're staying at your daughter's house. Oh, yeah. And oh. she had Brazilian blowout shampoo. Okay. The anyway, shampoo you can get I that makes gonna... it like a blowout. So today I I've didn't... had a blowout. <laughs> Should I take a picture and post it for everybody on Instagram? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm going a, to. You, know, yeah. <laughs> you can tell it's blow now. No, yeah. you can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I do want to tell a story about Joe because it's so funny. So when... Joe would get, like, super stressed out and act like, kind of scattered and, like, be all over the place. And it was the busiest night of the year, which is the 4th of July, so the biggest game at the ballpark every year. And I had – this is my friends that I brought, like, to our relationship, like, who I – from high school. Favorite story about Joe. So I got all my friends to work there, uh, like, pouring beer or, like, doing little side stuff for Joe so they could make some money and they'd, they'd be around. And my friend Amy – was getting ready to set up the beer cart and like it's I mean it's such a stressful time I can't even explain to you you just have to experience it to know it and you used to have to cut off beer cells at the seventh inning or at a certain time so you know like just like at a bar and so people had time to sober up before they drove and so she gets on the walkie-talkie to Joe and she says Joe when should I stop pouring beer like you know what inning is what she meant right. she said when should I stop pouring beer and he got on the walkie and said when the cup's full <laughs> 
all crazy, but then took a moment for that what he thought that's, was hilarious joke. That's what I thought, what I call classic joke. Classic yeah. joke. Or even vintage joke. Yeah, because everyone's yeah. in a fray and all right. crazy. And as the leader, you got to be like, oh, I got to break this up a little bit. You so you just say, when the cup is full. <laughs> and, no. and the thing is, the whole staff can hear it. Right. Yeah, you even if you're saying? not on that right. conversation. But no one laughed harder than Joe. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, Joe, I've been around you in not work, but stressful situations, and you have a gift for bringing that humor and, <laughs> yes. and just calming it down. This, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the baseball team used to be on Channel One, uh, and we'd be on Channel, Channel Two. two. Uh-huh. And then the promotions team, the head of it, his name was Rob. I won't say last name. He used to say, Joe, we used to switch over to Channel Two just to listen, just to, listen to you. Oh. <laughs> I would sit with him and he'd do that. I would be sitting in the dugout. He's like, let's hear what Joe's up to. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. I would do that. Because, like, if, if I saw something that was out of sorts, I wouldn't reprimand that person on the radio like in a bad way. I would kind of – you can call it Make passive it aggressive, but yeah. I call it passive funny. So I'd be <laughs> passive funny and just be like, oh, look at Joe enjoying his time off in the middle of the fifth inning with yeah, everything going yeah. crazy. He looks really comfortable in that chair, guys. Make oh, sure you say hi when you go by. Oh, that's You know, because he shouldn't – then he'd be like, oh, right. I shouldn't be sitting. Right. Rather than going, hey, get up, what are you doing? Oh, you, know, you can't put someone yeah, on Yeah, just be a funny thing yeah, and, and stuff you, like that. You're always kind, even in jokes, yeah. you're yeah. kind. I don't remember yeah. what the question was, but Heather, did you have an answer? <laughs> yes. Okay, so <laughs> I was a pogo. Yeah. I try, like, if I have a pogo, it's never about appearance. I just try to keep it, you know, not mean. But I, <laughs> I had, <laughs> what? I love pogo. I live for pogos. Yeah. But in college, th- this is funny because it was a pogo, like, that I didn't share with anyone because I didn't want to be mean. But my friend... She would never, and mind you, this is before the internet, okay? And she would always say, I don't know. I don't want to keep using that word. Let me look it up in the thesaurus instead of thesaurus. So it was, it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke with myself. And I go, I go uh, can you get me? Not the dictionary. Oh, the thesaurus? And then I'd be like, really dating yourself because I don't even have a friend who's a thesaurus. I don't even know what a thesaurus is anymore. It has a book like that has synonyms. Yeah, instead of definitions. Oh, like yeah. you look up cute and it would have pretty, beautiful. Because when, oh. when you're writing a paper, you don't want to say pretty a hundred times. So oh, so you use other words. Yeah, that means the same thing. Yeah. Uh, pleasant on the eye. Did you Whatever. have a second discussion question? I did. Um, so like, have you guys ever, this is a friend question too, but this one, um, goes to Nick and Jess, like ever been legit worried that something was going to happen to your friend and you have to keep like telling them like, this is going to happen. You're going to get serial killed. Uh, no, but one time I told Joe he was having a stroke when I was in California and oh, he was in Arizona. Stroke. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't mad at you. I was just mad yeah. remembering. <laughs> no, I didn't think you were mad at me. Yeah, that's good times. When you're all the way in another state, you have to say to someone, sounds kind of like you're having a stroke, pal. You, no, oh. I just can't feel half my body and I'm really tired. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> and she had gone to work in the morning. Well, let's not yeah. dive yeah. too deep into the, the stroke story. Yeah. <laughs> The main thing is Joe's very healthy now, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't yeah. think I've had where I've had to worry about serial killers, my that's friends. Good. But, I mean, I do have friends who are prone to tickets all the time for speeding and stuff like that. 
and just dangerous behavior with no consequences because oh, okay. he drives through like three states so he'll get a ticket one time oh. in california one time in nevada one time in arizona that's not good yeah but uh they never add up because it's like one in one state one another one another right. so he gets like all his points are spread out between states yeah, that's funny but uh i've never no, no you know i I try to have friends that don't have serial killers after them. You That's know good. Saying? That's a good, a good quality of friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you had a friend you had to protect Heather? Well, the problem with me is every week I watch 2020. I tape Dateline. I watch all these things. So I start to think people are getting serial killed when they're not. So great. my one friend, one time, I have more than one friend. This one friend of mine <laughs> went... Um, she liked this guy, and he asked her out for their first date, and the first date was hiking. So in my mind, I thought he took her there to serial kill her. Oh, that's a big jump. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't do it. And then also, um, besides that, I haven't done too much serial killer stuff, but <laughs> okay. I have, like I have been like. Oh, that person's gonna break your heart, or that person's shady. Yeah, yeah. But you can't. You can only say that so many times. You almost can't even say it. Well, you can say it once to get it off your chest, depending on the friend. Or yeah. also, you can't say it unless they ask. Yeah. yeah. Um, Joe, did you have a discussion question? For this, no. I, I think mine was pretty much the same as as hers about pogos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Probably not. She already, she already took it. Okay. My question's similar but different. Oh. Have you ever been in a situation where you were, like, being stalked or someone scared you or, like, a crazy experience like that? While you think on it, I'll share mine. And I don't think I've ever told anybody the story. Whoa. Not, I mean, nothing, listeners. nothing, like, scary happened to me. But I, when I worked at the – I don't mean to keep talking about the baseball stadium. But when I worked at the baseball stadium, I did the on-field promotion. So I was, like, very – visible to everybody so sometimes i would go places like oh you're that girl from the stadium or even now like two years ago this guy stopped me i was like you gave me free tickets anywhere southwest airlines flies thank you so much (laughs) and i'm like i really didn't do anything for you like i just showed up to work that day someone else had arranged that yeah um and it was fun and i really enjoyed it positive thing yes but this one time i was running up the aisle and there's like a group of people my age i was in college and they're like, can you take a picture with our friend? Like, he's, like, obsessed with you. And I was like, uh, I don't really take pictures with people. That's kind of weird. And he's like, no, no, he comes to all the games. Like, he's, he's just in love with you. He thinks you're so cool. He just, it would mean a lot to him. Like, we all came here, like, just to ask you to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I took a picture of this strange guy. And he was like, oh, can I get your phone number? Oh. And I was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Wow. Which I didn't because I thought, this is weird. That's the greatest excuse. Then, like, a year later... Our baseball team had a promotion with Domino's at the local college at Cal State San Bernardino where if someone made like a half court shot, they got free pizza for a year. But one of us had to be there to tape it in case it happened so we could prove it to Domino's. And so they also had me work the table like signing people up. And this guy walks up to me with this crazy look on his face. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're here. And I'm like, oh, so sorry. Do I know you? And he's like, no, you don't know me. But, like, I used to just go to all the 66er games to see you. And I'm like, oh, God, this is seeming really familiar. And I'm totally by myself. And oh. we're in, like, the, the game started. And I'm in, like, the hallway where people walk oh, in. Oh, no. He's like, I just, I really, can I get your number or something? Like, I just think you're so great. Like, I can't believe we're finally meeting again like this. And I'm like, there's, I have no cell phone. This is a long time yeah. ago. So. 
I'm like, oh, I'm working. Like, and you're just like really unprofessional and I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm packing up after, like he followed me in after the three court shot and he goes, oh, I'm going to walk you to your car. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. I don't need you to walk my car. And he walked me all the way to my car. And I was like, I just, can you please get away from me? Like, it wasn't like someone just hitting on me. It was no, just it was like disturbing. Yeah. And How then, come I've never heard this? Just like it's, yeah, it sounds like a big deal now, but it wasn't like a big deal. I was in college, stupid stuff happened. Yeah, all the time. stupid stuff happened. That's my Julius Pepperwood story slash good, Edgar. Good story. Dude, you have one, Joe. Where someone actually stalked me. I mean, just like a, a scary encounter. Yeah. No, guys, really, we don't get scary encounters, really. Yeah, that's I can see not that. in the it's same way. Yeah, 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 because I mean, it, with not with girl, girls don't scare me so. <laughs> I don't really That's get good. scared by them. <laughs> and really, I don't have any guy friends that would scare me or strangers. No, no. Yeah. Your friends Look, are legit. I sold hot dogs and beer for a living for many years, so people yeah. love me. Yeah, that's know? true. <laughs> so, and you're going to have an ice cream store, so. Yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah. have any experiences like that, Heather? Yeah. That you want to share? Um, one, you already know. Well, actually, you know both of these. Um, I worked at a store in college, and... This guy, I worked with him eight hours a day, and I worked with him for an eight-hour day, and I came home, and I was watching Melrose Place, mm, that's a good show. and it was, like, late, and our doorbell rang, and it was him, so he got my address off my application, Ew. and then he asked me out, and then I was like, you had eight hours to do this. Um, so it was really weird. Mm-hmm. And then another time, I don't know why, but like, I got this feeling he was, Oh, cause our power was out mm-hmm. and I knew he was going to call me. <laughs> I know you're talking about. And so we turned off every light in the house. <laughs> We're home alone. And we laid on, on the, the floor. floor and so we could look out and then his Camaro went by. Yeah, as a stakeout. Yeah, it was, it was our stakeout. I think about that all the time. Which actually we had some of our best conversations. In it was that. a fun stakeout. It was a fun Not to be stakeout. there for that story, yeah. but it was special. Question is more a segue into next week's episode, which is how excited are you guys to watch and discuss Cooler? Yeah, I'm excited. Sure, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's another, yeah. It's like the biggest episode to new girl fans, mostly. I don't understand why it doesn't resonate no, with you no, two no, the way it does. No, 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 not to me. There's episodes I love. Uh, maybe it'll resonate next week when we maybe watch it. Maybe it will, hopefully. It's still a week away. I think that the way I feel is that it's standing in between me and my favorite episode. So I'm just like, let me get to my favorite episode. And that's my favorite episode, not of the season, of the series. The one after Cooler? It's either one or two after Cooler. Okay. Oh. Is it Cece's Wedding? No. Which one's your favorite episode? Schmidt and Nick Friendship Party. Oh, Tinfinity. Yeah, yeah, that's just a couple after. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that wraps up our discussion for this week. We will see you next week for Cooler, which me and everyone on Instagram at least is excited for. Oh, okay. Have um, a great we'll week. We'll make the best of it. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.